Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to In Bloom Podcast, or welcome if you are new and listening for the first time. My name is Abby Aslan, and I'm the host of this podcast. I am so excited to be sitting down and chatting with y'all today. So originally, I was going to do an episode on like my Sunday reset routine, but I actually decided it'd probably be better to like do a vlog on that, so I, that's what I'm doing today instead. Um, I'm vlogging it, so I did want to say if you'd still be interested in like a well-thought-out, detailed-specific version of that for the podcast, I'd be happy to do that, especially like a couple weeks from now, like not so close to like the actual vlog going up and everything. Um, but I just figured it'd be better to like show that in a video form for this. And I also just have had this idea for a podcast episode for a really long time. And I really, really wanted to do it. Um, and I really just wanted to sit myself down and do the like planning part of it because I knew it would be good for me. So this week I am going to be doing something like different for the episode, but it's definitely really cool. And I think it'll be super inspiring for a lot of y'all. I wanted to sit down and read through sort of like my journal and I'm gonna read through I did this last night I was really tired when I was doing it so I'm hoping I like got everything in here that I wanted to get in here but I'm sure that there are things that I left out and forgot just because it's encompassing like my entire life in a way but I wanted to read through my like journal entry of manifesting like my dream life future life ideal life higher self whatever you want to say but I really wanted to do this and I'm not one who like lives and breathes by manifestation I think that you have to put work in to like get things out and I also think you know that there's a lot more that goes into achieving your goals than just writing things down in a journal a million times but I think nonetheless like it's really really beneficial to sit down and sort of just visualize it So instead of like calling this manifesting, because I'm not sitting here wording these things in a manifestation type of way, I'm more so of like visualizing it and putting it on paper so I can come back to it and look at, you know, what I achieved or what I missed and maybe something I've like gotten worse with or, you know, just that kind of stuff. It's good to like look back on and everything, but I really feel like I wanted to do this now before like I started my full-time job and everything just because I think this will be so interesting to look back on from a time in my life where I've just moved to a big new city for the first time and obviously I'm starting like my full-time job in January so I think like doing this now is what makes it like super cool is because I can look back you know in a little while and see oh my gosh like All this stuff is actually coming into fruition or, you know, I've really neglected this part of my life, whatever. Um, I just thought it'd be really interesting and really inspiring for you all. And I'm, as I like read through it, I'm going to say like the questions I asked myself to get myself, my brain jogging, I guess, so I would know what to write down. And I didn't, whenever I was like planning this out, I just couldn't figure out the best way to turn this into a podcast episode, I guess you could say. And I was having trouble with actually since I'm not somebody who like 
quote-unquote manifests in its true sense really ever I didn't really know what to do when it came to my journal and y'all know I'd say all the time that I'm terrible with putting like my thoughts on paper I have like this big wall in between my brain and a pen and paper it's terrible so I was just a little lost and confused with how to even visualize my ideal life my future life my highest self whatever you want to say and I was like do I put a timeline on this like do I say five years from now do I say 10 years from now do I just arbitrarily say in my future I kind of went with the whole arbitrarily in my future thing because putting a timeline on it implies in my head I need to like have everything that's on like that I write down in this journal like I am expecting all of that to happen in that amount of time and I just don't think one that's realistic to have like this much be achieved accomplished and everything in only like three years five years however many years I said and also everything happens on its own timeline you know what I mean so I don't want to be sitting here like creating these deadlines that don't actually exist just for the sake of putting it on paper and like quote-unquote visualizing and manifesting it and everything so I pretty much just went at it at a perspective of like okay when I like close my eyes and look into my future like where do I want to be what do I see what does this section of my life look like that kind of thing and so I kind of arbitrarily did my future if you're someone who likes the idea of like the timelines and deadlines definitely go for that and you know you can say like in five years I want to have like you know, X amount of money saved up or have this done. But I just think that with certain things in life, it's not the best for you mentally to put deadlines on them because everything happens like when it's supposed to, like on its own time and everything. So anyways, I, before I get started, I guess, let's go ahead and do the quote to call in gratitude Um, for this week. I wasn't going to do one, but then I was like, no, I need to. So (laughs) um, the quote for this week is actually... It's funny because it kind of counteracts like everything I'm saying in this episode, but the quote is, we hurt ourselves because we obsess about the end of our journeys. Focus on staying in the moment, on being grateful where you are today. I know I've had quotes like this before, and I just think that while I'm sitting here reading off to you all my journal of visualizing like my dream life and like what each area of my life looks like or what I want it to look like, at the same time, I'm not sitting here obsessing over that end goal to where I'm losing the value that the lessons I'm learning today are providing me. It's so important to stay present so that you can pick up on those opportunities and you can pick up on those just challenges and just opportunities to learn and grow because if you're so focused on the end goal, when you reach that end goal, you're going to like just not really feel anything and you're going to look back and be like, wait, what was all this for? Like, what did I even learn from this? okay, now I've reached the goal, now what? You don't want to really get to your end goal and think like that. So it's really important to stay present. Even when you're sitting here visualizing your dream life, your ideal life, whatever it is, it's super important to have that gratitude and practice a gratitude for where you're at today because with your appreciation for you know where you're at now and how far you've already come, you're going to do so much better and just going forward so I really like that quote and just wanted to like put that as like a little disclaimer since I know that I'm kind of doing the opposite of that right now I'm like literally focusing obsessing on the end of the journey which I say the end it's really not the end it's just like my future arbitrarily out there somewhere sometime (laughs) and my goal this week I am just so tired you guys 
I haven't taken a day off from studying. And when I say like take a day off, I don't think people understand that I'm like studying like a full-time job sometimes. Um, Like I'm actually studying, you know, eight to nine hours a day and it's a lot and I haven't taken a day off since last Saturday and it's Sunday when I'm recording this. So in over a week or I guess a week exactly. And I don't have a day off scheduled into like my study schedule until the day before the exam, which is like a little less than two weeks from now. So I am just like really on this like tail end of my battery right now and it's really hard. Um, But I know that I can do it and I can push through because at this point it's routine for me. So I like I wake up and I know I've got to get this done no matter how much I hate it and no matter how much I dread it. And the sooner I can get it done during the day, the sooner I can be done with it for the day and, you know, wait until the next day to deal with the rest of it. So my goal with that being said is to just get back to finding ways to de-stress and just in ways that work because it's so funny. I was talking to my friend Logan and she is also in tax accounting and she's like um, taking the CPA right now and everything too. And she had told me a couple weeks ago, she was like, I am so bad at taking care of myself and doing anything for myself in the, in like the last two weeks before an exam because I'm just in utter grind mode. Like I just don't even breathe. And she told me that like weeks ago and I was like, I'm not going to be that way. Like I'm going to be good about like just making sure I get like movement in and really am able to exert my just cooped up energy elsewhere since I'm sitting at my desk all day long, especially with having a podcast and YouTube channel too. I'm literally at my desk for like 12 hours a day. And she told me all that. And I was like, that's not going to happen to me. Like I've got this routine down. It's going to be great. I got it. And it's so funny because like two weeks ago, I was like this whole studying for the CPA while doing YouTube and having a podcast thing is so manageable. I've got this. And then I started doing the Sims for everything and reviewing. And now I'm like, okay, this is not manageable. I am exhausted. <laughs> I need a freaking break. But um, I, it's funny just because my friend told me that and then I was like, that's not going to happen to me and here I am. And I, I haven't necessarily not been doing anything for myself. It's just that I keep telling myself at the beginning of a day like that I'm going to, like when I wake up in the morning in my five-minute journal for the little section that says what would make today great, I always make it a point to put like one thing on that list of three that is something I can do for myself that day as like a form of self-care just and it's just a way for me to be more intentional 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 about taking time for self-care so I really like doing that in my five-minute journal but it's funny because like every single day I've put like take a bath I've put read before bed and um you know go on a walk like stuff like that and I have not done any of them just because I've been so busy with studying and my YouTube channel and everything like that. So my goal with that being said is to just get back to doing one thing a day that's taking care of myself. I don't care if it's for, if it's 10 minutes of reading, like I just need to do it. Um, But with that being said, my gratitude for this week is finding like a spin studio that I love. Um, My friend Savannah and I that I know from an internship I did here in Houston years ago, the summer after my sophomore year. Her and I have been, go or we've gone to two classes so far, but we plan on going to like one or two a week. And we live in the same apartment, so like we can ride together. So that's like 
a really great way for me to spend time with a friend during the week and kind of get away from my studies and force myself to get out of my apartment because with studying and with living in a big city like I don't really ever want to leave my apartment because it's just a hassle to go places and it's a lot so I like to like stay home as much as possible but at the same time sitting at a desk like and never leaving all the time is just so draining in its own way so it's been really great for us to like ride together and have that time in the car together and then go and sweat our butts off and like get a really good workout in and it feels so good like afterward I'm just like my brain all of that pain that my brain was feeling from just the overload of material and sitting at my desk and just learning and doing problems and everything all of that like stress of that just kind of goes away and it completely refreshes my mind to where when I study right after I go or the next day I feel so much more refreshed and a lot less burnt out so I know it's really good for me but it's been really hard for me to motivate myself to go to like my apartment gym I worked out three times last week one time was in the apartment gym and then the other two were the spend classes and we've been going the for the people which is what it's called um here in Houston and I found out about it through one of Griffin's like uh family friends and she let us use her um guest passes so it was really sweet of her and I plan on just going like once or twice a week um because it is really expensive so I'm not sitting here trying to like get an extravagant membership and I'm also I I don't even want an extravagant membership honestly because I'm not somebody who can like only spend for my workout but I think it's a great way for me to force myself to get out of the apartment and just get my body moving and take time for myself because it's so hard for me to remove myself from my desk to just go upstairs to the apartment gym or something so I can't do that but um that's my gratitude because it's actually been a lifesaver this week with how burnt out I've been because I've been crying and like on the verge of tears almost every single day just with the frustration of studying and it's the days that I've done that have just been immensely better than any other day so that's my gratitude and I want to keep it up so like this week going along with that my goal is to like make sure I'm doing it doesn't have to even be a spin class like I said it could be taking a bath and just forcing myself to just sit there or reading I don't care but I need to get back to doing something that calms me down because my stress and anxiety has been getting the best of me this week so let's get started with the episode I want to say I did so much research like not research but I looked on Pinterest and I was trying to find journal prompts for like manifesting and visualizing your dream life and like nothing was really coming at me and I knew that I wanted to do this by little buckets basically like putting each section of life in like a bucket and walking through it on the episode like that so like relationships um career like health and wellness that kind of thing and I couldn't really find anything that like was speaking to me and a lot of like the manifestation ones just I'm not actually sitting here like trying to do a whole manifestation practice it's more so of just visualizing so I then I was looking for like visualization prompts and I just couldn't find anything so then I was like you know what maybe I should just try and google it so I don't even remember what I searched on google but I found on salty souls experience is what the website was called I think it's like a blog or something they had um a whole just basically how to on visualizing your dream life and it's incredible so I basically followed that but I didn't follow it to a T um because it had steps to take within each bucket of your life but 
I kind of just thought of it as like, okay, here's the six different, I think she split it up into six different things. So you have, if you want to like take notes while you're doing this or come back and refer to it, if you're going to, if you plan on doing this yourself, the six different buckets I'm going to be walking through are relationships. And that's like friendships, family, and like intimate relationships. And then careers slash projects is number two. And number three is mental growth. Um, so like personal development and habits you want to have and that kind of thing. Um, four is physical health. And so that's like exercise, obviously, and that kind of thing. Five is adventures and life experiences. And six is lifestyle. So lifestyle is just, or no, I think six with lifestyle, it's just like things you want to add into your life habit-wise or um, things you're just working on trait-wise, that kind of thing. So, and I also just integrated um, a little bit more materialistic type of things in there. Not materialistic, like a home <laughs> or a car. <laughs> Nothing else, <laughs> just a home and car. <laughs> That's not really materialistic. That's more so of like a somewhat of a necessity, I guess. So anyways, let's get started. But those are the six things I'm going to be walking through. And starting off with relationships. So I'm going to start with family. I, when I like think of my future and I think of like my immediate family, I really would love for us to be able to like take trips as a family, um, whether that's like every year or every like two years to just go to like some of our favorite spots that maybe we've already been to or see new places and sort of just create tradition like that um, with spending time with like my brother and sister-in-law since we now live like 30 minutes away from each other. It's great. Just hopefully like being intentional um, with staying in touch and taking time like each month because I know we're all busy. So like once a month even just like make sure we see each other and spend time together and the same thing with Griffin and Griffin's immediate family because they live like 20 minutes from us so it's like really great that um we're close to all this family so I when I close my eyes and think of like family and relationship with family I just see traditions being built and um not necessarily waiting on my family to contact me to stay in touch because I'm really bad about that now I feel like I wait on like my mom or my dad to call me or text me to communicate with them um I definitely do text my mom I'd say like more than anyone else but um I want to be better about just like call like picking up the phone and calling them and seeing how their day is and you know just little things like that because I'm not the best with that, that right now and um yeah I just love the idea of hopefully getting to a place where we can take vacations together and like see new places because when I was younger we went on vacations and stuff but we went to like the same places multiple times if that makes sense and we usually always go to beaches just because we're such a beach loving family but I'd love for us to like see other types of areas together and everything like that um see and I don't even know if I'm like doing this properly like I'm when I said I'm not sitting here like properly manifesting I have to, I had to put that disclaimer in here because I don't want someone who does know how to manifest or is really into that to like listen to this episode and then be like this is not the way you do it so that's why I had to get that disclaimer because I'm not trying to like do this cut throat not cut throat but you know like very specific manifesting situation I'm literally just trying to visualize my life in the future so for my intimate relationship um, obviously I'm in a relationship right now, so I'm speaking in terms of like my relationship with my boyfriend 
And I just see each year, like, because right now how I feel in the relationship, it's like every time each year that passes, we look back and we're just like, wow, we have grown so much individually and as a couple. And it's the best feeling to see that in each other and realize that for each other um, each year because it's just so great knowing that like we're able to work on ourselves and like become better individually but like doing that ourselves and like becoming better individuals separately makes us so much better when we're together and it makes us grow even better as a couple so I see that continuing and you know I obviously expect to have bad days rough times like times that are harder than others but overall just learning and growing every year and always looking at those problems and those rough days as like us versus the problem and not like you versus me Um, because that's something we always try and do and we're better at it sometimes than others but I think that like maintaining that mindset with um, intimate relationships is so important especially for actually getting to the root of a problem and just I when I close my eyes I think of like our relationship just feeling like an escape from the chaotic worlds we live in. So like, you know, we'll have our full-time jobs and we'll be working all day. And just the way the relationship feels, I just visualize it being like an escape from the chaos of the world and being something so like happy and liberating. Obviously not all the time, but just something that feels like an escape basically. And pouring into one one another and inspiring one another and you know, going on coffee runs together and walks in the park with my dog Ella and um, just planning a date night every week and sticking to that plan because that's something that I feel like we lack now. Um, We definitely do spend more intentional time together now than we did in college, I would say, obviously, or at least early college. I want to say now compared to college because that was like literally not even that long ago. But um, now compared to early college, we spend a lot more intentional time together. But I obviously with both of us studying for certification exams right now are a lot like we're we're very busy. So it's just hard. Um, So I see us like despite the busyness of our lives, like us sticking to one date night a week and you know if it can't be the same night every week at least just making an effort to do something and it doesn't have to be going out getting all dressed up and like going to like a really nice dinner it can literally be something as simple as going through the chick-fil-a drive-thru together um but just being intentional intentional why do I keep saying intentional that's like literally not even a word I've never even said that before I just see us being intentional and with that and sticking to it and um having our other friends that are couples and hanging out with them and spending time with them and you know getting married and taking a trip together every year that's something I really want to do and just especially after I get married I'm not the type of person that like wants kids right away that's just my preference obviously things will happen on the timeline they're supposed to but I personally um want to enjoy my time being married and where it's just like the two of us and it's not adding in the craziness of kids in the picture right away. Um, I want time to enjoy being a married couple and everything. And I really want to take trips because we've taken like, we've gone and visited friends and we've been on like family trips with each other's families, but we really, the only time we've like traveled somewhere together where, and it wasn't even technically a trip because I still had friends on that trip. We just all didn't stay together 
was when we went to the Rose Bowl. So it's like we haven't really been on any trips like that. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I like definitely see that being something we take time to do every year and um, making that a tradition and just building traditions as a couple. I think of like holidays and stuff like that and things we can do together. For friendships, um, I just see putting more effort, sort of like I said with my family, putting more effort into check-in phone calls and texts. And I think I'm pretty good about it now, but I go through phases where I will think about my friends and just like in my head, just be like, oh, I miss them. I hope they're doing well, but I don't like text them and tell them that. And I think I should. Like if they cross my mind, I feel like that's kind of for a reason and there's a re- like there's a reason they cross my mind and like why I've, I feel like I'm missing them and everything. I don't know. That's just the way I feel. So I want to be more intentional about that. Like when I'm thinking of someone, like to text them and let them know because you never know if they may like need you or just want to talk to you or they may be thinking the same thing. And I just think that one little text and a phone call can go a really long way. And I see like taking trips to see my friends because we're all spread out all over the place and having just such life-giving friendships, um, you know, that are, that make me feel more fulfilled when, after I spend time with them, you know, that aren't draining, like where I spend time with them. And then afterwards I feel like I need to, you know, just go bury myself in my covers and like not talk to anybody for forever. And just those types of friendships can be draining and I don't have any of those right now or anything. I'm just saying the friendships I want to visualize into like my future life are life-giving friendships that have, you know, deep, meaningful talks and conversations where we can both be listening ears for each other when it's needed and be a shoulder to cry on when it's needed and just focusing on the quality obviously over the quantity like I always have and just really being the best friend I can be to others despite how busy and hectic life can get and um, one thing that this website said to do at the conclusion of visualizing everything with relationships with people it said to do a little list of people that you know but you want more quality time with or to get closer with so I put down like a few names of people that I would ideally like to see that happen with in the future Um, and then the next one was people I don't know or you don't know closely but you want to know better So I put down a few names with that, just sort of manifesting those friendships into my life, I guess. And the last one is people who seem inaccessible to you, but you would want to cross paths with. So, you know, somebody that may seem like a far reach that like, you know, of their existence, but they may not know of yours. Um, It could be like somebody you look up to, like a role model. It could just be like somebody that could be a good mentor for you for like the life you're going into, that kind of thing. I'm not going to share mine personally just because that's like a very personal aspect of this, but um, I did put names in each of those categories. So moving on to career and projects, I think this is like my longest one. Go figure. (laughs) But considering the fact of everything I do, um, this of course has to be the longest one. So I really just see myself overcoming my introverted spirit and self and hopefully, you know, being in an environment where I feel comfortable to take on a position of being like a leader at work, not necessarily like an actually title position, but just taking the initiative to be a leader in the teams I'm in at my job. 
um, because I really do like being a leader in certain situations, but with me being an introvert, I find at times I don't have the confidence in myself to necessarily step up and I just like let other people take over, even though in my head I'm like wanting to, you know, lead and like be a leader in a situation, which is fine, but I see myself overcoming that oh, I'm just going to stay on the sidelines and like not really fulfill my potential right now just because I don't feel like I can. I'm done with that. And I just want to be more comfortable with stepping into that type of position. Um, and I want to be the type of leader I see myself being is that you know somebody everyone can count on um, and feel welcomed around um, because I know how it feels just sort of just feel like an outcast in certain situations not necessarily from like a work type of thing but just like be in a group of people and just feel like you're not really being included and I hate nothing more than the way that feels and I never want to make somebody else feel that way so really just I the reason I think I would love to be a leader in certain situations at work is like to make sure that everybody like everybody's voice is heard and everybody feels welcome type of thing um and I see getting and maintaining good feedback. Um, I know like performance reviews are like a really big deal and everything. And um, I see myself and I want to be better with handling constructive criticism with an open mind and having a desire to improve. Um, certain cur- constructive criticism I'm totally fine with. And then others it sort of is hard not to take personally. But I see, like, at work, I am going ahead and speaking it into existence now that I am going to welcome constructive criticism with an open mind because I know at the end of the day it's it can make me better um, and it will instill that desire in me to improve in those areas where I'm weak. So sort of just going ahead and implementing that mindset now before I'm even starting work so that it's there. And... Um, I see myself just adapting and learning quickly and being comfortable asking questions um, in an efficient manner because I know that when you have people who are like higher ups than you and they're the people you're supposed to be asking questions and everything, everybody has their different style for how they want to be approached with questions. Some people want you to just stop by their office really quickly and ask. Some people want you to email them or ping them. And some people want you to wait until you've gathered all the questions you think you have and then send them all at once so that they're not having to constantly like come back and like take themselves away from what they're doing multiple times throughout the day to answer your questions. So sort of taking the initiative to make sure I, when I am asking questions that I am doing it in the most efficient manner for the person that I'm asking the questions to. And also just getting comfortable with asking questions because I definitely am someone that hates asking questions. I know that it's very important to, and I would never do something um, and just guess and assume myself. Like I will always ask um, if I can't find the answer elsewhere, but like I exhaust all options before I result to asking a question. That's just the way I am. But I want to be more comfortable with it and not like feel like my world's about to implode every time I need to ask a question because that's the way it feels for me and I don't know why. (laughs) So I want to get rid of that. But um I also just um, want to work really well with the teams I'm on and encourage everyone and just be like a positive spirit in a team because I know how much of a difference it can make with the attitude you have when you're working in a team type setting and like 
complimenting people on a job well done, going out of my way to like recognize people for their strengths and like what they're doing well and just being somebody that's like enjoyable to work with and makes the days of hard work more manageable and easy and feel better. (laughs) And um, I see myself making friends at work and we're in a situation where we can have a life and relationship outside of work. I don't know how I feel about like I say I don't know how I feel about work friendships, but that's only because when I was in high school, my job, I worked with all men um, at a surf shop. And then in college, um, I was a TA and that was kind of like very independent in a way. So I don't know. Working with friends has just been and then obviously now I'm like self-employed and then like my internship, one of them was virtual and then the other one was also very um, independent and my friend that I was literally talking about earlier in this episode that I interned with, we interned in like underneath like finance and accounting basically, but we were in different like subparts of finance and accounting. So we never really like worked together or anything. So I've never really had a situation where it's like, I'm actually working on a specific project like with somebody and then I'm also friends with them. Like, so I don't really know what that's like, but I hope to like find and have friendships where, you know, we are able to work together, but then we're able to like, when we leave work, we can have a friendship that has nothing to do with work. And, you know, like there is a relationship there outside of work. And it's like, we can leave work, not talk about work and it be a friendship because I think, I don't know, like, I think it's good to have friends at work because then it makes it a lot more enjoyable. But at the same time, like, you don't want everybody knowing like all of your business, like when you're working with them, but that's just all about boundaries. So that's a tangent. Um, I also want to like have my ability to say no be improved because I'm very bad at like standing up for myself and saying no so that I don't get taken advantage of um and especially in work-like situations like I will say yes to everything just to be like the best person I can be to whoever's asking and that's not necessarily what you need to do sometimes you know you don't want to put too much on your plate so that you're able to do your job properly um or if you think that somebody else is like better fit for what you're being asked of to like refer them for it or something like I don't know I just see myself hopefully um being able to stand up for myself and say no when I need to and you know just not let myself get walked all over and taken advantage of and I see my work being challenging and something that is hard and I I really like challenging work and I think that's part of the reason why I say I couldn't really be a content creator full-time And I'm not saying this in like a negative or mean way. I'm just saying like I like work that like makes my brain work and have to work harder where I'm learning stuff. And doing content creation, you can do that. But you have to be like, I feel like you have to have like a whole other level of creativity to really be doing like this mentally challenging work, if that makes sense. So I see myself feeling very challenged by my work and my job, but at the same time feeling rewarded. And I know that that probably sounds impossible to happen um, in public accounting. Like, how could you possibly feel rewarded when you're, like, not even really working with individuals one-on-one? But, like, saving people money on taxes and stuff, that's that, that can feel rewarding. And I think that there are ways to feel rewarded from your job separate from the actual work you're doing if you're in a type of role that's not necessarily very impactful, like being, like, a nurse or a teacher or something. 
Um, I see, you know, myself at least being involved with like community projects that maybe my company is involved in and like being a leader in that sense to get rewarding, um, fulfillment for my job and hopefully like long run, um, I guess is like a lot more in the future feeling rewarded would come from like being a professor or something. So, and it wouldn't necessarily maybe be all about the community projects that like my firm or something does, but Going into like my YouTube and podcast type of work, um, I really like just, I see organic growth and, you know, not obsessing over numbers and just being happy with my community and where it's at. And that's kind of like my outlook now. Um, I've gone through periods of time where I've gotten like really defeated over numbers not being great and everything, but I've learned that just being grateful for the community I do have feel so much better than like beating myself up over what I don't have and I think organic growth in and of itself is just the best way to go so I see organic growth um with my YouTube and podcast and um uploading a video a week and one podcast a week just sticking to that at like the minimum hopefully and you know just maintaining that mission of inspiring others to work hard so they can play hard and always helping people see and fulfill their full potential by pursuing their purpose and their dreams which is like what this podcast is like centered around and I always want to feel like a best friend um to anybody who consumes my content because even though I haven't met like any of y'all when we interact in dms and comments and stuff that's what it feels like so I hope it always feels that way to you all as well and it feels that relatable and close to you as well and with that maintaining vulnerability even when it's scary um for me because it can be really scary to be vulnerable about certain things um but I think maintaining vulnerability is really important when you're a content creator and I definitely go through phases where I want to just delete everything everywhere like all social media and just you know exist and not exist online But I know that that's part of just the fatigue that comes with being a content creator. So I just want to hopefully maintain, you know, just like a baseline of vulnerability through everything, even when it's scary. Um, And I see myself not making any decisions out of fear of judgment from people on the internet because I think content creators, a lot of times they get scared to like make big life decisions for themselves because they're scared of what the internet internet might think. I think the biggest example of this is content creators who do get in the position where they have a full-time job and they have the opportunity to pursue being a content creator full-time. I can guarantee you every single one of those people, one of the biggest things that may have held them back from doing it sooner, like going into content creating full-time is what everybody on the internet would say because as a content creator, you feel a duty to be what everybody wants to see like you feel this implied um role of needing to please everybody just because you're putting yourself out there on the internet but you're not going to please everybody at the end of the day and there's no way for you to do that and you have to be making decisions for yourself and not based out of what like oh um I don't know if I can do this because you know people might not agree with it like on my YouTube channel like they may not like that I'm like quitting my job or whatever and I'm not saying like this is like for me or my life I'm saying like this is like what I think a lot of people go through and it's sad that like we put so much power in the hands of people who don't even really know us in real life but at the same time like you just have to be able to be confident in making your own decisions so I see myself you know 
making decisions for me always. And I don't really think I struggle with this right now. And I ever really have, honestly, um, with like making decisions out of fear of judgment and everything. I just think that, um, with big life decisions, it can come along to where like that comes into play. Um, cause people on the internet aren't always going to agree with you and that's fine. <laughs> and I see myself, of course I had to put a section where I like wrote down the brands that I would absolutely love to work with. And that's like personal, like just for like organic, real sponsorships from like just brands that I love, um, so much. And I already work with so many brands I love. So it's already such a blessing that I'm so grateful for. Um, but just like putting some more ideas, I guess, into organic sponsorships. Like I'd love to like collaborate with like local businesses and stuff and like really help get their names out here, especially now that I'm like in a big city and everything too. Um, I think that kind of stuff would be cool. And then of course, like the bigger name brands that I would like love to work with. Um, and I really see myself, um, like with career wise, I really like am excited to, which I don't even think I'll probably be in the office that much, but like, I'm excited to like share my like outfit of the days and like hopefully be posting like little mini vlog reels on Instagram, um, of my day and just maintaining connection through like the Instagram stories and everything like that. And just sort of providing like fashion inspiration. Honestly, I see myself sort of taking that route, um, when it comes to like starting my job and then like being on social media, I think that'll be a really easy way for me to still create content on a platform like Instagram, um, without having to do too much extra work. Um, cause obviously it's going to be a lot with multiple jobs going on. And I see myself cultivating a balance that allows me to live my life and enjoy it more. Um, because I just feel like I'm busy all the time and I don't love that. And I know it's only going to get worse. So even if that means relinquishing control and outsourcing things that I don't want to necessarily lose control of, um, I see myself hopefully finding that balance somehow and being able to do all the things that I love doing while still having a life and enjoying it. Um, and I just always want to maintain that relatable role model image for, you know, just the average person like trying to find themselves and what they want out of life in their twenties. Um, like I just, I know that like, that's, I just want to be that for you all, I guess. I'm not saying I am that I'm saying I want to be that. And I want to, I want people to feel better after consuming my content, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, because I found that like people that I may have used to have liked watching like years ago, um, on YouTube or listening to a podcast or something, I don't necessarily enjoy it anymore as I grow up and like get in new phases of life just because it may not make me feel the best about myself um, at the end of the day. And that has nothing to do with the person putting out the content. It just has to do with where I'm at in my life. I personally like to, like right now I like to watch relatable stuff, like people who have like a lot going on because it like makes me feel less alone and who are like working on a bunch of different projects or like maybe they're studying for the CPA exam or something. And I just get like, jealous honestly if I just see somebody who like is traveling a ton or like gets to you know have a lot of fun and everything like that because that's just not what my life looks like right now studying for the CPA and that's my problem that I'm comparing and being jealous so I see myself like eliminating that hopefully and just being able to like consume any content and um I have to like set that boundary with myself because it has nothing to do with the creator it's everything to do with like me and just where I'm at in my life and how I'm viewing things and just getting frustrated that I can't do the same thing, um, which is totally okay. I'm aware of it and I admit it. So it's fine. But 
that's I guess what I'm trying to get to is like I hope everyone always like gains some sort of value and feels better after consuming my content and that's like something I want to maintain and then specifically with a podcast um I really want to especially once I start working I think it'll be really awesome like have guests on that reflect on their passion stories and like you know like building their businesses building their passion and you know from just everyday type of people um and people who you know are maybe in like the health and wellness space because I'm also really interested in that and I think that that in and of itself like can bring a lot of value and maybe even having authors on so I like I just jotted down some names that I think I would be really great as guests and sort of like the direction I'd like to go um I definitely want to maintain the solo episodes but I think like when I think of guests to have on I want to focus it more on like people that maybe yes, people that would be exciting for you all to hear that like you may know who they are, but also just like everyday people that, and just so y'all can hear like the everyday type of story, because that's what the majority of us are doing, you know? So, um, that kind of thing. And then just maintaining the positive, welcoming and inclusive community that always is just raw and real and feels like a little internet home, if you will, for the podcast community on the Facebook group and Instagram. Um, I always want it to feel like a little like safe place for y'all and just like a place for y'all to connect with other people and connect with me and just you know just feel like it's a little internet home like I said and um of course having ad reads for my dream brands would be so cool because I haven't the only like true sponsorship I've gotten on my podcast um externally like not through the anchor app because anchor is like the main sponsor obviously of mine but I've only ever had garage which was like such a dream and so cool Um, so I'd love to have like more brands that like I love and whether that's like a clothing brand, like garage that I like love and wear, or if it's, you know, just something else just brands that I love and truly use and like work with and be so, it would be so great to have ad reads with them. So now going into mental growth, like with personal development, um, this one was, this one was like really interesting because for once I actually felt like I could get stuff from my brain to the paper. Um, and it was like 1130 at night and I was exhausted, but I was really just jotting this stuff down y'all. Um, this is this whole section, think of it as spirituality, um, like religion, if you're religious and just personal development, I guess is the best way to sort of categorize this one and just close your eyes and, you know, think of in each of those areas, like what do you want it to look like? And for me, I see myself um, with personal development actually processing emotions as they happen instead of burying them and sweeping them under the rug to where I explode later on because that is probably one of the biggest and like hardest things I deal with is not coming to terms with emotions like when when I should. I just delay everything until I quote unquote, have time to feel them or until they just explode themselves. And I am all of a sudden feeling all these emotions that I have no idea where they came from because I never addressed it to begin with. So then I have to like think, okay, well, well what happened in like the last couple months that could possibly be making me feel this way? And then it's just this whole emotion intensive, dramatic thing. And I'm, I'm so tired of living like that because it's just so hard to be somebody who never process, <laughs> processes emotion and just suppresses them. So I see myself as being an emotion processor and I see myself being honest with myself, honest with what I want and not necessarily like what I think others want for me um, and pursuing that and 
admitting it to myself and like believing it because a lot of times I think I'm intrinsically honest with myself but I'm not externally honest with myself I never act on it if that makes any sense like inside I'll be like I know this is what I need and I know this is like what's best for me or I know it's like what I want but then on the outside I do nothing to put that into place or make it happen because I'm just scared and I hate like committing to being honest with myself for some reason I don't know the psychology behind that but I've noticed that with myself that I'm very bad at being honest with myself and normally it takes me like I think because of my emotion suppressing it takes me a really long time to actually realize I haven't been being honest with myself if that makes sense and I'm tired of that so because then I'm like oh my gosh if I would have known this you know like forever ago or if I would have like just been honest with myself from the get-go I wouldn't have like dealt with all of this and like all this stuff and I think a lot of that um has to do with the emotion suppressing that I do too often and um I see myself not settling and like knowing my worth and not tying it to my outputs and like what I'm putting out in the world I see myself you know knowing that my intrinsic worth and it's just like it doesn't have to do with like how much I get done in a day like the person I am at work and like who I am at work and like everything like that like that's not what it's defined by because as like a type three Enneagram everything is defined by like how well I'm doing in the things I do and I really need to you know just get to a place of nope all that stuff is external for my worth it has nothing to do with my work having a great day at work and having a bad day at work do nothing to my intrinsic value and just having that sort of a mindset. Um, I see myself resting intentionally and just actually taking time to rest and not telling myself I'm going to, but then always putting it off and like letting it be my last priority. I see myself meditating. um, This probably should have gone in the lifestyle section, but um, I see myself opening up the blinds every morning or curtains, whatever you want to call them, and letting in morning light and just sitting in that morning light and taking the time to freaking meditate for five or ten minutes because I have yet to ever even try it and I just know it would do wonders for me if I just sat down and tried it but I don't ever commit to it so I'm sitting here like when I close my eyes and I think of like myself when I wake up in the morning I see myself sitting in the morning light coming in the window and just being still for the first five or ten minutes of my day and I think that that could provide so much value so I really want to do that um seeing a therapist I think that I don't know why I haven't yet um I I don't know opening up to people is just like scary to me it's not something I've ever been good at or something I, I even like doing um even the closest people to me I just do not open up and then I explode and they're just like why didn't you say anything and I'm like because I just don't know how <laughs> and um clearly that's a sign that I need to go to therapy probably but um I just I think that it could be really good for me and I just don't think that I think especially with starting work like that's I'm gonna need to just go and be able to just like rant I feel like I'm gonna need something like that because I feel like um I'm gonna have so much going on and I'm not saying like work is gonna cause me to do that I'm saying like that that change of going into real adulthood I think is enough for me to like want want to go to therapy and like have somebody to talk to and help me get through this big life change because I just feel like that's where I'm at and like being honest with y'all I think that this big of a lifestyle change is going to be something that sort of makes me um 
need help in that sense and that's totally fine um and I see myself recognizing my progress and achievements even when they just don't feel real this is something that I've noticed in the last like year or two um and I guess it's they don't feel real just because I just don't really feel like they're over yet but like finishing my master's degree finishing my bachelor's degree I feel like I don't have them like I literally don't feel like I have any degrees I don't know if anybody else feels that way and I don't know what it is but I just like don't put much value on it in my head but I know that it's like I know at the end of the day like no that doesn't matter but like at the same time like that's a huge accomplishment but I feel like I've never really like felt proud of myself for if that makes sense so being good at like being proud of myself and like recognizing my achievements and accomplishments so that I can you know just use that to propel me forward for motivation because I feel like half the reason why I have such a hard time with change is because I never take a minute to stop and like recognize how far I have come if that makes sense so I want to get better about that and I want to um be journaling and like not really like being strict with a journaling routine and like thinking I need to do it every single day but at least doing my five minute journal every day because I've actually been really good about that since I've moved to Texas and I do notice it's definitely made a big difference in like my days when I do it and the days that I don't and just having a good relationship with journaling being better at you know putting my thoughts on paper free-handedly and you know not really pressuring myself to do it every day but just knowing it's there for me when I need it and you know practicing gratitude um in that sense and I see myself reading a lot of biographies and autobiographies. I feel like that's something I'm like super intrigued with right now. And I feel like it's a great way to learn. And um, reading nonfiction fiction in the morning and reading for pleasure at night. I absolutely love that. Even if it's just 10 minutes each. It's just so valuable to me for starting the day and ending the day. And just reading every day. Because I love reading and it does literally so much for you. And it can connect you to so many people. And just give you common grounds on something to talk about and something we relate to. And I love it. Um, I see myself volunteering for causes I care about and um, being in the community in that sense. And I have always loved like helping the community I live in. Um, I just think it's incredible to just, you know, put your hands to work in that sense or your brain or whatever you're using to be of service to a community. And I see myself doing that. And I see myself um, using my network to cultivate strong professional relationships, which I guess this could have gone in the relationship section, but more so in regards to maybe building my own business one day. I see myself, you know, building that network of mentors and just having those strong relationships with people. Um, I see myself finding a church that feels welcoming and not clicky and exclusive and finding somewhere where I can establish community and finding like one to call home that, you know, betters my relationship with God and helps me be better as a person too. Um, Cause I think that that's something that I don't know. I think in college, like churches can be really like, I, I really enjoyed the church I did go to in college, but at the same time, you know, if you're not part of like a certain group, it just doesn't always feel the most homey and like welcoming in a sense. And that's okay. Um, it doesn't have, I mean, like, I just want it to, I just want to find somewhere where I feel welcomed, I guess, and like at home and just somewhere that is good for me for, you know, building that relationship. And, um, I think that's something that my life has like lacked, I'd say in like the past years and everything. And it's been more so of like me on my own. Um, 
and I don't like that. So I want to make that change. And I like when I visualize my spirituality and everything, I think of that. And that's just me personally. Um, and I see myself going along with that, you know, like having a devotional that challenges me and fulfills me. I also notice, you know, my quality of life is just so much better when I'm intentional about like taking time to do that. Um, and when I say quality of life, I mean more so of like my mental and emotional states just like a lot better. And in turn, my quality of life is a lot better when I actually take time for stuff like that. Um, and I see myself um, being really good about just like not being so consumed in um, my phone and just like being brought down by news, which like news is like some, a lot of things that go on the world are obviously very devastating and they're extremely sad and it's really important to be aware, but you also have to draw a line with like not letting it, you know, ruin you and your day because I've definitely had days where I've just felt like numb just from like feeling the weight of the world on my shoulders and I'm not even the person experiencing this stuff. So it's like, it it's so hard to, you know, just draw that line and like have that boundary where, you know, you're staying informed and like you're aware, but like also not letting it like ruin your mental health. So I see myself having a good balance with that, like being a very aware person, but not letting it destroy me because I've definitely had days where I've just like, my mental health is just absolutely tanked from like being too caught up in the news and everything because it is just, it can just be really toxic. And um, obviously it is important to stay up to date on, but I think in a lot of ways it can be toxic. So I see myself just being good about screen time in general, I guess you can just say, but going with that, having a good boundary with staying informed and everything like that. And I see myself learning more about like nutrition and wellness and just maintaining my health and like being in the best health I can be because I think obviously as you not I think I know as you get older your health is literally so important it should be one of if not your top priorities and I I love learning about um health and wellness and like not necessarily nutrition I mean I like learning about nutrition I love nutrition and everything like that but just like mental health like ways to take care of yourself like just things that are like good for you and Um, good for you to do like I love reading about that stuff I love listening to stuff about that so stuff like that I see myself just maintaining like education and everything on that and you can also think for the mental growth section anything related to education that you may be interested in that's a good section to like dump that stuff in for learning and stuff so physical health um I see myself having a membership to a cycling studio and going one to two times a week I truly do really love cycling I'm not the type of person that wants to go every single day for all of my workouts because I genuinely do love strength training so going off of that I see myself doing strength training as well um you know four to five times a week and then just going to spend like one or two times a week and I think that that is the perfect balance for me like I feel my absolute best when I go and strength train um for the majority of the week and then I take like a day or two to go get some like really good like sweaty cardio in and it's just like a great way to like meet people and like have community and stuff too and I see myself like doing stretches in the morning and just being intentional about that because I literally have terrible joints and um, I know with having like a desk style job, it's going to be really important for me to get movement in and to stretch so that I don't have issues later. And I see myself, you know, just taking the time like to have to wake up a little bit earlier to stretch in the morning and then doing some type of yoga. I, 
it's hard to like do everything you want to do because ideally I would love to do like yoga spin and strength training but that is a lot to maintain with (laughs) the life I'm gonna have so it's like what do I do I just need to do a little bit of everything I guess so the best way to do that would to just be you know I and even if it's in my apartment I just want to like well I don't know if I'll be in an apartment when I'm thinking about this even if it's where I live um I want to be able to you know, do yoga at night to like help myself unwind because I've had that in my routine before and I love it. And I love the way it makes me feel before I go to bed. So I see myself prioritizing that and doing that. And even if it's not like some 30 minute full-blown yoga routine, just some nighttime yoga, like before bed would be great. And um, I see myself having a gym membership where I feel comfortable that I, where I can strength train and just really work on like progressive overloading and I just feel so good when I'm doing that and improving in the gym and I love having like an actual gym membership because as you all know I think I've said before having the apartment gym has been <laughs> really hard it's just hard for me to motivate myself for some reason I see myself spending a lot of time outside and doing um exercise that way with like going on walks as well obviously not an everyday type of thing but like just integrating that into my routine And honestly, just always focusing on exercising to feel good and recognizing what it does for me and appreciating my body and taking time to have that gratitude for my body and what it can do for me. And um, I see myself discovering new recipes that are based in like whole foods and ingredients and getting creative with recipes. I personally love to cook. I go through phases where it's the bane of my existence, but I think everybody does that. And I really do love to cook. So I see myself cooking like five dinners a week, which is what I do right now for the most part, and then eat out for dinner for two times a week. And that's like the perfect balance for me. And I see myself, you know, finding recipes I love that are, that like make me feel good, that are like fun to make and um, maintaining just like a good balance, obviously with um, food and eating and everything and having a healthy relationship with food and um just feeling lean and strong and comfortable in my own skin and that's just like how I see myself um in the future and for the next section it's adventures and life experiences um so I see myself going to lots of concerts I love music so much it's always been such a integral part of my existence if you will um music has been through some of like my it it was honestly like the one thing I felt like I just like went to in some of my hardest times in life and I've always loved it and I love the way it can just take you back to like a memory and feel like you're there reliving it again um that can be brutal at times but it can also just be beautiful at times so I love music and I love concerts I love live music so I see myself going to lots of concerts and um country concerts and I have like certain rappers I would like love to see live but like I just a lot of times their tickets are just like absurdly expensive so it's just not even reasonable um like Astroworld Travis Scott his tickets were like $500 like literally (laughs) what but anyways um I see myself surfing and hiking and I don't really know how I'm gonna do all that but I guess it's just gonna be on the trips I go on um surfing is something that just like really it's honestly probably just like my favorite thing to do in terms of like a sport and like exercising. It's just like the most liberating thing out there and I love the water and it's just been a part of my life since I was literally like three years old. Um, So I've always loved it and I would love to just 
keep it up and continue with it. And the thing is, is like while I've been in college and stuff, I've probably only surfed like once a year or there's been times where it's been more than that. But there were like a few years where like I only got the surf like one time a year and I just like hated that. So I know that it may be that way if I'm, you know, obviously not living right by the beach and everything, but at least like going on a vacation where I can do it or like going home and being able to do it with like my dad and stuff and traveling. I wrote down a ton of places. I didn't like sit here and like write down every single place I want to go to because that would be a long list and a lot of stuff, but I really want to go back to Lake Tahoe. I haven't been since I was like 14, um, but I really want to go back. Um, I want to go back to New York City. I want to visit Miami for the first time. I'd love to go to Utah, Colorado. I haven't been either of those places. I haven't been to Canada, and I'd really like to go to Quebec because that's where a lot of my family or like, I guess, I don't know if I have a lot of family there like currently, but um, I know that there's obviously like parts of family like down the line and everything that are there but like my uh great-grandmother lived there um and I have roots there I guess you could say so I want to go visit there I also want to visit Banff Canada because it looks beautiful um I want to go back to Phoenix I want to go to Malibu really badly after reading Malibu Rising um I'd love to go to like the British Virgin Islands Hawaii Montana I've seen a lot of Montana videos on my TikTok and it looks amazing I'd love to also go, of course, overseas. I'd love to go to Italy, Paris, Greece, Japan, um, Australia, Ireland, South Korea. There are so many places I want to go. But I see myself just doing, like, domestic travel type of trips with friends and family. And I see myself hopefully, like, sharing my travels. Not necessarily, like, being a travel vlog or anything. I don't think I would ever do that just because I love dogs way too much. And, like, having my dogs that I would never, like, be somebody that, like, traveled as a job like that. But just, like, being able to vlog the trips I do go on and share those and also um, take lots of photos and have tons of memories because I can say firsthand, I lost all of my, like, actually, I didn't even really take pictures when I went to, like, Tahoe for the first time when I was 14 because I just wasn't, taking pictures just wasn't really a thing. Like, you just didn't really do it. Like, you took pictures with your family and that was it. And I did have a handful of pictures, and I loved all those pictures that I had. But I lost all of them when I got a new phone in high school, and it made me so sad because I can't go back and look at them. (laughs) So I know firsthand how important it is to take pictures so that you have those memories. And I know some people are like, oh my gosh, enjoy the moment. Put your phone down. Okay, well, just pick your phone up, take the picture for a second, and then put your phone down. You can have both. Um, And I see myself with hobbies. with adventures and life experiences it's also really great to put hobbies in this category um I see myself just really loving um cooking and baking tapping into my creativity trying different exercise classes um I love makeup and just like playing around with makeup um reading obviously taking weekend trips is something I really want to do and get into um and exploring just where I live and like really immersing myself in like all of where I live has to offer and um going all out for holidays is like a really fun hobby like I love decorating for holidays and just really embodying like and embracing the whole holiday in and of itself um I'd love to have season tickets to Alabama football games those are just like all of the things when I close my eyes I'm like I want that and I want to be doing this in my future um and then for lifestyles the last one I know it's been a long episode. My throat's starting to hurt. (laughs) Um, I put money into this one because there wasn't a section for money. So I just assumed this would be a good section for money to be in. Um, I want my student, I I want and I see my student loans paid off. I'm getting close. I've paid off about half of them and I had like 
I don't know if I, I think I had 33,000 in student loans. Um, and that was even with the full ride scholarship guys. Like it, life is expensive. And that was just like to cover like my living expenses and like the other random dues over four years or well, I guess I was like three and a half years of time. Cause I only, I didn't take out student loans for like my last semester, um, of undergrad and I didn't for grad school, thankfully. So I see those being paid off and, um, I see myself in my dream car. I just thought I had to put like my dream car on here, which my dream car used to be a RAV4. Um, and I guess, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have a taste for like really like fancy cars. I don't know why I just never have. Um, I'm sure if I like drove one one day I would, but like as of right now, like I love the Volkswagen Atlas R-Line like premium car. Um, when I was test driving before I got a new car this past summer, I just sat in one because the guy like wanted me to like feel the difference between it and the Tiguan that I was test driving. And um, so I sat in it and I sat in like a fully loaded one that was for sale. And I was like, okay, obviously I'm not getting this one. But we were like playing around with all the features and stuff. And I love the look of it. I love the feel of it. I love the way they drive. And that's like my dream car now. <laughs> so um, I see myself having that car if that's still my dream car at the time. Um, hopefully, you know, bought in cash in full. Um, I see myself having, you know, savings built up for a down payment on a home or already owning a home and just really doing well with like saving for retirement and for my future children and saving up um, like intentionally and budgeting intentionally. Um, I've gotten better about budgeting like the last, like since I moved to Houston, I would say like I actually like track stuff a little bit better. I just manually like made a spreadsheet of like my monthly like reoccurring fixed expenses I guess you would say that I know I always have just so I like know what's always going out um and then so I know what's coming in I just felt like I like needed to do that as I was graduating college I was like it's about time and I'm an accounting I was an accounting finance major I should probably be like paying attention to this um (laughs) paying attention to it more than I already was I guess and I see myself um intentionally saving and budgeting I really like the idea of just like having like savings funds for like specific trips to go on for specific you know projects if that's like buying a home or whatever it is and I see myself having investment property um back home in Panama City Beach I really want to buy a home of some sorts and just like rent it out and have it as investment property but also be able to like go back and stay in it if I want to and that's something I've like had as a goal for a couple of years now. I mean, not as like a short-term goal, but I've just like had that in the back of my head. Um, I see myself not living outside of my means and not buying into trends very heavily just because I always end up looking back and like thinking, wow, what a waste of money or time or effort. So I see myself just really embracing the things that I love and how I like to allocate my funds and keeping it that way and not really letting the external world influence it too much. Um, I see myself giving back, um, finding causes, sort of like I said, like with going in the community, finding causes and charities that I like really love and like want to help and like resonate with and donate to them. Um, And I just see myself living each day to the fullest and not letting the future worries steal my present joy because that's another thing I feel like I can get a little bit carried away with. I'm so worried about like what's to come and so worried about something that's happening a week from now. And it's just like why why am I letting like the worries of tomorrow get to me today? Let me just 
take today as it is and I'll worry about tomorrow when it comes, that kind of thing. And I see myself just taking the best possible care of myself and um, being my best so that I can be my best self, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And then I see myself actually getting ready every day. I feel a million times better about myself when I like put effort into getting ready. And I don't necessarily mean like wearing a full face of makeup or anything like that. I just mean like actually getting dressed in something I like feel comfortable in and putting on like doing my hair and makeup how like I want to for the day and like what makes me feel comfortable. And as far as like my home goes, this one was hard because like not having a timeline on this, I was like, I don't know if I'll still be in an apartment. I don't know if I'll be in like a home. I don't know if I'll be living in a in the city, in the suburbs. So this one was hard to sort of like pinpoint. So in general, I just went with like the vibe of my home and like things I want out of my home instead of like being super specific. So I was just, you know, thinking a clean, clutter-free home that smells amazing, is cozy um, and welcoming. It actually like has life and feels lived in. Um, per everybody's obviously has their own opinions. I personally don't love like a too ultra modern of like a scene where it just doesn't really feel homey and doesn't feel lived in. And, um, I love the idea of having like a big yard for Ella and other dogs potentially, potentially, and having like an outdoor living space. Um, that's like really great for, you know, spending time outside by a pool potentially, or, um, just spending time outside with my morning cup of coffee and a book, having a like library situation and like a study office, having a ton of windows in the kitchen. That's like my favorite thing ever. And just having timeless elegance as the overall vibe. Um, and I see myself constantly like brainstorming and building my career behind the scenes in a sustainable and like careful manner. Like I never want to rush into things and I want to take things like slowly and um, carefully and especially with things like when it comes to like my dreams and like something I'm wanting to create like a business one day per se so for example if I'm like trying to like build a brand or business and I'm then I don't want to be like trying to cut corners and I want to like be making it as sustainable as possible um in the long run and just building my career towards being a professor if it's if that's what it's going to be um just taking steps each day to like get where I want to be and being proactive about it and like not putting it on the back burner but at the same time like being very careful and intentional with each step I take and decision I make um whether that's building my own business or becoming a professor one day or both whatever it may be um and that is everything I have written down um hopefully y'all enjoyed this episode and it was like inspiring and I encourage y'all to just like sit down and try and do this and if you're anything like me and you're just like look I don't really understand like manifestation and everything and I like just I don't know I've never personally taken the time to like look into it and learn about it but I really like the idea of the whole visualization aspect of it so I just thought that the best way for me to do this was to just like sit down close my eyes and like envision my future and jot down the things for each of those categories so definitely try it out and let me know if y'all enjoyed this episode and if I would I was going to like walk through like from morning to evening what I want my day to look like and manifest it in like that type of sense and visualize it in that type of sense. But I was like, the the episode would be way too long. So I think that can be an entirely different episode in in and of itself. So if y'all would be interested in like visualizing my, like a whole day and going through that, like down to like every detail, 
let me know um because i'd love to do that as well but i hope you all enjoyed this episode and even though it was a little bit different it was literally just me reading from a journal <laughs> um i hope you all enjoyed it and be sure to follow in bloom podcast on instagram it's just at in bloom podcast and um join the in bloom podcast facebook group and i will talk to you all next monday